Blog Talk Radio. Another episode of Two Lit Tuesdays right here on Indie Fire with your girl Nakia. Guys, this is two days back to back that you got me. Like, like I'm I'm on a different level today. If you've been following me on social media, you've seen what type of level I'm on. But yeah, I'm just I'm super excited to to be back to three shows a week. And again in November, we'll pick back up the fourth show, um, starting or releasing or debuting our new show. In November, super super excited about that right there. Um, on this day in 1960, Africa's largest and most populous country gained independence from the United Kingdom. This momentous occasion is celebrated each year across all of Nigeria's 36 states. So happy Independence Day to Nigeria. Speaking of Nigeria, y'all know my side nigga, right? Jadena, um, he's Nigerian, right? All right, so I've been talking about this, you know, since, like, the beginning of August. Um, the tour starts tomorrow. Yes. Um, 33 cities, 85 to Africa tour. Again, tomorrow in Sacramento, California. It will end on the 16th of November in Los Angeles. You got your tickets? And I gave you the opportunity to get tickets from me because I had additional tickets. Um, for several locations down south. That's all right. I'll see you dinner in two states. Super excited for the month of November. Um, 85 to Africa is the second studio album by um, the Nigerian-American recording artist Jadina. Um, it was released on August the 23rd of this year. And the album follows the release of his debut album, The Chief, and the EP, Boomerang. Yeah. And we all don't see me for November, like the beginning of November. Y'all know I'm kicking it with you, Nina. Okay? All right. <laughs> I do want to retract the statement that I did make on yesterday in regards to new music. I talked about Kanye's album being released over the weekend. Well, apparently that's incorrect information brought to my knowledge uh, late, late last night. All right? So Kanye is a very um, frustrating perfectionist. And for the second time, maybe this will be the third time, he's caused a delay in his album. Um, the album was to be released on the 27th, as his wife reported, um, and then it got pushed back two more days, so that would have been Sunday, right? Right, Sunday. Um, but apparently that didn't happen. Um, Jesus is King, like I said, was due to arrive on Sunday, and um, 
It didn't. We're told that Kanye is still working on it, actually. Um, sources uh, with direct knowledge to TMZ say that the album is incomplete, but Ye continues to tweak. Um, every time he hears something, you know, he hears a track and he's, no, this not it. You know, he has another track, and it's, all oh, this not it. So, your guess is as good as mine when it's going to come out, but I'll let you know. I'll make sure. I'll make sure to let you know. All right? Um, let's see. Oh, 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 today, in the news, today, a former police officer, this is with um, Dallas, Dallas Police Department, um, she argued that, she had the right to use lethal force um, when she killed an innocent man after mistakenly entering his apartment um, September of last year. So a little over a year later, Amber Geiger has been convicted of murder. She faces a very lengthy prison sentence. Um, actually, she's looking at life. Uh, the sentencing phase will begin again tomorrow. They've convened for the, the day. Um, the jury deliberated less than 24 hours. Um, for you, cause, and, and it's shocking. I saw so many people, like, I see people, you know, saying her name, and I see people, you know, um, like Sharon as the news was breaking, and nobody, a lot of people <laughs> didn't know who she was, and I'm thinking, well, Rock, you've been sitting under, you know? But uh, Geiger is white, and Botham John, was black. Um, Geiger is the first Dallas Police Department officer to be convicted of murder since 1970. I would say justice has been served. Hmm. Also, I want to send, uh, on behalf of Envy Fire, our condolences to the family of Louis Rankin, um, belly actor, um, also known as the original Jamaican Dandada. Um, he passed away in a automobile accident in Canada on yesterday. Um, he's a Grammy Award-winning artist and, again, famous for his role as Ox in the movie Belly. Um, details were very scarce in the beginning. They did find out that the vehicle that he was traveling in somehow managed to hit a transport truck. And he was pronounced dead on the scene. So condolences out to uh, the family of Grammy Award-winning artist Louis Rankin. That was our moment of silence. Be just tuning in. You're live right here on MD Fire with your girl, Nakia. This evening, my guest is, is a very special guest, as all my guests are. But, you know, I like it when... Um, and as I was explaining to her before the show, you know, every now and again, because we have to book so far in advance um, with our shows, um, something may happen, something comes up, people forget, um, whatever the case may be, and we may need to fill a, a slot immediately, which is kind of what happened to um, today's show. And, you know, we, we never fret, you know, somebody's always going to pop up, you know, but I'm very thankful for this young lady. I, I think we were actually connected through someone else. And um, I, I noticed that she had been, you know, liking and sharing my posts and commenting. And and um, she said, you know, I, I want to do it. I want to interview. So I, I want to take the time to say thank you again 
um, to her because uh, she's giving freely of herself this evening. She could have been anywhere, but she's taking the time to chop it up with us and let us know all about the Global Citizens Press Collective. Talking about Rose Marie Williams, she's the founder of the Global Citizens Press Collective, an organization focused on making the world around us a better, more sustainable, happier place. They organize exciting fundraisers and community building events. Global Citizens Press Collective offers free benefit publication program to their members. They spread awareness about global citizens and the 17 global goals. Training programs to start and grow your business, project, idea, and or organization. They also have access to no-fee employer or employee services for their members. They are um, giving you information on up to $2 billion in sponsorship funds from sponsors for your projects, your ideas, or your fundraisers. For artists, comedians, bands, groups, musicians, um, you also get to enter three songs to their compilation CD featuring amazing, uh, featuring amazing artists from all around the world. So my artists that are listening, uh, musicians, bands, uh, you, you definitely need to link up with Rosemary Williams so that you can get on this compilation CD. Global Citizens Press Collective is currently raising money for the fundraising global tour to spread awareness about extreme poverty and to purchase buildings to directly support men, women, children, families, businesses, organizations, and artists in need of personal and professional emergency aid. Honor for the women across the world who don't have access to adequate means to a sustainable lifestyle due to lack of sanitary pads, um, especially the poor village girls of Uganda. Um, they are selling free more Global Citizens gift bags um, that are valued at over $500 in products and services. Currently, Rose is a full-time volunteer for several organizations like Women's Press Collective, Global Citizen, Global Citizen Press Collective, and Move On LC Art. She's also taking counter-terrorism security training and is training to teach martial arts therapy, which helps kids with cancer and disabilities with pain and fear management, rehab, and emotional empowerment. Wow. I know that was a lot, but it, it, it was a need to know, right? It was a need to know. Um, NG Fire listening audience, I present to you this evening my very, very special guest, Ms. Rose Marie Williams. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for this opportunity. You are so very welcome. I, I'm, I'm, I'm floored. I don't know how old you are. You look kind of young, um, and I know that in your your more lengthier bio, it mentions some of the things that you were doing in or had done in college, um, like who's who of college students. I'm sorry, of high school students, and then what you're doing in in college as well. Due to character restrictions, I, you know, we couldn't list everything, but. I want you just to back up very quickly, give, because I talked about the, you know, the Global Citizens Press Collective and reading the bio, but tell our listening audience more about Rose Marie Williams. Okay. Um, I mean, I know you read it, so am I able to mention the name or no? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. So, um, oh, hold on a second. I'm sorry about that. Okay. So um, when I was nine years old, I was pretty much 
invited to go to a Kwanzaa party. Um, when I get to the Kwanzaa party, it was Puffy Throwing It with Heavy D, Sister Soldier, Lauren Hill. It was a dance contest. Everyone knows me for dancing. After the dance contest, I came in second place with this girl named Portia. And so after the dance contest, um, they invited me to the camp. So it was summer camp with all the celebrities. Sister Soldier was the director. Um, and then during the school year after that summer, um, it was the Saturday program. So a lot of what I do today, and this is why I asked if I could say the names if you didn't mind, comes from that inner city youth camp and inner city youth program during the school year that I went to um, is why I do everything I do now. Also, my grandfather, um, one of my grandfathers went to school with Martin Luther King at Morehouse. He went into the Navy, did private duty with him. And then my other grandfather was the first black fire chief of New York City, Wesley Williams. Um, if you on, what is it, 135th in Lenox, where the YMCA is, you'll see it says Wesley mm-hmm. Williams Way. So from young, I had strong black men that have, you know, done extraordinary things in the world. And I kind of looked at that and said to myself, I'm a female. I have to do, if not what they did, you know, something equivalent, better, but something. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where that comes from, honestly. I did a lot of volunteer work. Um, so did my grandfather. Uh, both grandfathers, actually. Um, you know, Puff, in the summer times, in the winter times, he always has free giveaways for the community. This was growing up um, in the 90s. In school, um, also my father, when I was like 9, 10 years old, my dad used to make me read business books and um, like Think and Grow Rich. I believe the other one was Napoleon Hill. So things like that. And he always told me, start your own business, start your own business. At 15, 16, I was taking care of kids. I was babysitting. Um, My dad's home attendant. My dad was in a wheelchair growing up from a bad accident. And um, so that was that. And then my sisters and brothers all had kids. I was always the designated babysitter. And they trusted me at like 12 and 13 to take their kids for the summer to go visit my dad. He was in another state. So I would go all the way to downtown Port Authority with four babies at 12, 13, 14 years old and travel a whole three, four hours to a whole other state. So my family, you know, trust, having trust, um, knowing that, you know, having the skills to take four babies to a whole other state for a whole summer, Things like that. Those are, that's that's pretty much why I am or how I am the way I am today. So growing up, um, I met a lot of business owners, a lot of artists, especially being you know um, in Puffy's camp. Everybody was an artist in camp. There's plenty of stories, camp stories, um, and I still keep in contact with a handful of students. I would say because it was like always a learning thing. Like we took math, we took music, um, we had our own studio on the campsite we took black history so I I like to call us students um but it was fun it was definitely fun and everyone is an artist everyone was a business owner even uh growing up with my mom she pretty much managed barbershops growing up I was not a latchkey child I had to go to the barbershop or to after school program after school (laughs) right so I mean because I have older siblings so they messed it up for me 
when mm-hmm. I came around the baby, they were like, oh, no, we already know what to do with her. We're going to keep her in extracurricular activities, and it works. It's, it works. I think I'm kind of overstimulated. This is why I'm always doing stuff. Um, and then when I was 21, my boss, uh, Gary Moskowitz, he was on CNN for the knockout game. He has, like, a, a movie that I'm helping him with. So I, I actually watch his kids, and he has other projects that's going on. He helped in the Sean Bell case. He's in the he's working on the Eric Gardner case. He's part of the one of the he's now a private detective. He was a, a retired NYPD cop. Now he's a detective. So being exposed to these incredible people, uh, I would say the universe, God, and my parents. Um, yeah, I've just got exposed to a lot. I learned a lot of hand on things. So not only um, did I watch Gary's kids, but I helped him with his movies. I helped him with his press. I would talk to the Daily News. Um, I actually, in high school, I did have an article in the Daily News um, for me being president of my class at one point in time. Um, Yeah, I mean, all of that. And then um, I had a roommate who is now an uber celebrity talking about, you know, Kanye West. It's interesting that you, you brought him up. So my roommate actually ended up signing to him. And I saw the transition from before to after. And there was a lot of things. I'm not going to say his name because this is not what this is for. I think, you know, the people who really set a great foundation for me, they, you know, they've been acknowledged. Um, And so just being in this camp and seeing this guy, like how he worked so hard under, under Kanye, it was like, it was more motivation. Like I already had a whole bunch of great stuff and great leaders, but this was just more. And seeing how artists in general struggle to get a budget, struggle to get a sponsor, then they get caught up in the mess with the advance money. I said, I have to mm-hmm. find out what it is about these people, these artists, these musicians, these bands, these businesses. Where's the money? I, I know other people get free stuff all the time because I've seen it. I've helped mm-hmm. a lot of the organizations that I volunteer for. I normally do phone calls, and that's how I learned how to get this money and how to get all the free sponsorship and endorsement for, you know, my company, your company, their company. And so I said, you know what, I can't keep this information in. There's too many artists out here. There's too many musicians out here. There's too many people that need help. There's too many people that opened that extended the hand to me to teach me because they needed me. I was just always, it's always been last minute, you know, I was there, so they pretty much just used me because they needed me, and I was I was respectful. I can talk mm-hmm. well. I can, you know, I can go around the world and speak in front of people and not be afraid. So mm-hmm. people like that, you know, and I'm extremely humble. I'm extremely quiet. Um, unless I need to, unless I need to to speak, I was definitely taught speak when spoken to, be seen, not speak heard. Speak when spoken to, yes, <laughs> yes. Now you you missed it. I'm gonna ask you this after the show. I want to put you on the spot, but you talked about some things that went on in the '90s, and and I actually knew a Portia who could dance. Um, so we gonna talk about this after the show because we might be like the same age. <laughs> We probably now, when you are. First started, <laughs> when you first started um, the Global Citizens Press Collective, um, 
we talked about all of your influences and how you felt um, there was a need. But did you have a mission? Did you sit down? And we had Shashina Gibbs on the show a couple of weeks ago. We talked about how important it is to make a business plan, follow the business plan. When you first um, started the organization, what was your mission and the vision for the project? Okay, well, um, I got an email from the UN because I'm signed up with the UN, and they said that in September of 2014 or 2015, I don't remember the exact year, that like 153 leaders from around the world came together, and they needed to solve the world's problems, but they didn't know how, and this is why they were sending out Mm -hmm. emails to everybody who's on their info blast. And they Mm -hmm. said there are... So they came up with the general idea, like a global citizen and the 17 global goals. Now, these 17 global goals are different subjects like uh, water pollution, climate, um, what else? You guys will have to Google it. Um, I mean, pretty by now, a lot of y'all know about global citizens, and I'm going to tell you about that because they honor me and they love what I'm doing. They haven't came at me, and there's reasons for it. Um, so I got the email, and they needed to get this information out. So my idea was, okay, so I'm going to just do a website. I'm going to put out whatever um, their mission statement pretty much is think globally, act locally. So I said, okay, this is perfect because if you want if you want people to like to think globally, they might get anxiety like, oh, I can't save the world. Like one person can't save the world. Right, right. So right. I was just trying through all my all the um, organizations that I was volunteering for, all the people that I know, I was just trying to figure out how can we get this to the general public. The funny thing is, after I got this email, I'm walking in Soho to the Apple store, and I see Russell Simmons sitting down outside the Apple store. And I look at him, and he look at me. He put his head down real quick, and I just sat right next to him. Everybody was walking past him. Nobody noticed him. I said, I know who you are. He (laughs) says, you do? I said, yes, you're Russell Simmons. And he looked at me. He says, well, what is it that you're trying to do? Like, he kind of knew who I was a little bit. And some people kind of do because we're all cool. Like, a lot of us, a lot of our, I call us Diddy kids or Diddy babies. Mm-hmm. A lot of us, you know, we remember each other. So he's like, what is it that you're trying to do? And I, the same question you're asking me. I said, well, I, we need a website. With all the world's issues going on on a website, and there used to be something like back in the day where you would like clean up the beach and rock the bells or something. You would clean the beach mm-hmm. up and they would give you a concert. I said we need something just like that, but give these people who you know are gonna go out and tackle the big world issues, the laws that needs to be changed. Everything needs to be on a website that everybody can access. And he looked at me. He said, "Listen, we're gonna have a meeting." call Radio 1 and tell them that I sent you and that to set this meeting up. I said, okay. That was it. I hadn't really seen, heard from him really since then. But let me tell you this. The next year, Global Citizens came up. I wasn't mad. There's so many. I have so many stories, like so many of my ideas that are out there. You wouldn't even, like, you would be shocked and surprised. I mean, I sat down with Harrell couple years ago, Brock, who used to manage RZA. I mean, all mm-hmm. these great men. I've sat down, rubbed elbows with them, had meetings with them, and it's like you got to do it on your own. You know what I'm saying? You And if you have a conversation with somebody, and this is why I did what I did, and this is why I'm glad you asked the question. If you have a conversation with somebody, that's you giving them your idea. If it's not already trademarked, that's trademarked, right. that's right, or copywritten. So 
That's right. I couldn't be mad. These these world issues needed to be taken care of. So I wasn't mad that it was started. But let me tell you this: every year I get tickets from global for global citizens. I won this year. I won about thirty different tickets for thirty events last year. The year before that, I won a ticket. And you know what I'm saying? So it, and they say in their emails, "Thank you so much for everything that you're doing." I'm not mad at all. I'm still gonna get out no. my idea what I wanted to do exactly. So what I'm doing. It's a little bit like still, you know, the the big world issues. The big world issues are people are working these jobs. They're not getting paid enough. They really don't want to be there. They want to start a business, or they started a business, and it failed. I know why it failed. It failed because you don't know how to sell. You're scared to make the phone calls. And this is what I do for these other vlogs, for these other organizations all day, every day. I don't mind helping. There's a... Um, we offer the free employee employer services. I'll backtrack on that a little bit. So you you get free employees for 90 days. After those 90 days, you have to hire at least one person. You can hire as many as you want, but you have to hire at least one person. And I make sure that the people you hire, that you have a finance fundraising department. It's a no-fail, foolproof system. It's, I'm not selling anything. It's a training program. I'm teaching you what's out there for your business. And you know what? This company that's given away the free employees for 90 days, been around for 30 years. When I went to the office, I said, well, how long y'all been here? They said 30 years. I cried. Wow. Do you know how many artists, do you know how many artists that are out here that, are, that were celebrities that got knocked off? I could just went to them and say, hey, he, and, and it's still a number game. It's still a business and it fails because not everyone believes it. I get so many. I have about 10 people, about 10 clients. I'm sorry, that's the baby. Hold on one second. Um, I have about 10 clients that are artists that like Rose. I can't believe this. I'm like, yes. Like, I make sure, and that's, that's why I did it. I did it because, you know, the artist, my roommate, he needed money for a budget. Um. I understood what Kanye was going through. Kanye, you know, he went through his struggles too. So from what I've heard, um, especially about 10 years ago, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Like, my story with Kanye is crazy. So the first time I ever heard Kanye, I heard his song on LimeWire and Bear Share. A couple years after that, he wow. came on to what? <laughs> exactly. And I just happened to see his song on LimeWire and Bear Share. And I was a fan from then. And then two, three years later, I said I, I um I got invited to the 106 and Park premiere for um, Mission Impossible. He came on stage with Keisha Cole and Twister. I was in the audience. I had just bought a bait shirt. He performed. I had the white clown version bejeweled bait shirt. He had, and this was a limited edition. He had the black clown bait shirt, and that was my favorite artist. Then for three, four years later, after that, my roommate signed to his label. It was one of my dreams to be the first female on his label. And I was really close. They said, Rose, just do your demo. Just do your demo. But I'm a leader. I'm not a follower. And I've been like this from young. I didn't do the demo. I ended up leaving the group. It's been about 10, 11 years since I've been in the group. And Lord knows I, I was in. I was at all the shows, the free shows. I watched Wale for free, Chrisette Michelle. I've seen all those shows. So, um, yeah, it's just amazing. Ten years later. Oh, so let me tell you this. So about last year, there's a, a kid named Nino Blue. He's a new artist. He's considered the Kanye kid. I said, all right, well, let me hit him up on Instagram and see if he'll meet with me. 
The boy met with me and said, send him some music. He'll use some of my music. So 10 years later, I left the group for personal reasons. And 10 years later, I'm kind of like right back there. So for me, it's like everything I've been through, all of my experiences, all the experience, the other artists and business people, that's why I started Global Citizens Press Collective. Wow. So what other services that you have not already mentioned um, does Global Citizens Press Collective offer? So we help with, so you did ask the question about the business plan and business deck. I studied, I went to high school, and luckily my high school, um, um, I majored in dance and business. So, yes, I already had my business plan because I, I studied business, and we had to make a business plan. So not mm-hmm. only do you need the business plan, you need a business deck. So what we do is we help make your business plan. We help do your business deck. This is how you get the access to the $2 billion. So... There's one company that's given $10 million for sponsorships. You need a deck. There's another company that's given 50000 to $2 billion. Now, that is in form of a loan. Those aren't the only companies. We have several other companies. So it's interesting. Um, I know for a fact that once your business deck and business plan is submitted, which we help you with, we give you the template in the packet, we give you the website, the um, automatic, ad, sorry, the automatic fill-in website, and so we'll review it for you, and make sure, and make sure that it's correct before you submit it, so you can get these money. We also have our own fundraising, just in case you don't get approved for the ten million or for the two billion. Um, we also have our own fundraising, so everyone gets some sort of fundraising. We also offer free promotions on our website. We have a book. We have a documentary that we come out with. And everything is really just the, our members, all the artists, all the business owners, um, a lot like Shashina Gibbs. Um, actually, she um, she's a big mentor of mine. For years, she's been my mentor. And I, that's how I got in contact with you. So I want to say thanks to her um, and big shout out to her. But a lot like her book, um, the only thing is, it's just, you know, artists, businesses, just getting the information out there. We send it over the all over the world. I have a village in Uganda um, that I'm helping out. It's not my village, but I'm helping them out. And it's about three hours away from where French Montana's hospital is. And I know this because one of my um, ideas actually got approved for the $10 million sponsorship. So I said, you know what, this isn't for me. This is for everybody out there. This is for everybody else. Anything that I right. ever come in contact with, it's like, okay, there's other people that really, really, really need it because I'm going to be okay regardless. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then the C. Hmm? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Fine. So the CD, of course, everything is on digital platform now, but the CD, um, I do have an artist in Uganda. You guys have to hear him. Um, he doesn't even sound like he's Ugandan. I have artists from North Carolina, South Carolina, California, of course, New York. And growing up, I just always, you know, met different artists. I remember even when I was younger, they would I would go hang out with friends. 
I'd be hanging out with Shorty, Red, and the Magnificent Seven. I don't know if y'all remember them, but wow. they were a popular group wow. back in the day. Yeah. Right. We would hang out at Chelsea Piers. So, I don't know. It's just when I go to Virginia, I'm, I'm not part of the entourage, but a lot of my friends out there grew up with Trey Song. So, I'm hearing stories about him. It's just always been, it's, it's part of my upbringing, part of my culture. It's, it's just amazing, and I think other people's story needs to be told. There's a lot of other Trey songs out there. There's a lot of other Kanye's out there, and that's what, you know, we need to make room for. But we, the biggest thing is, you know, you hear so much about casting couches in the acting industry and in the music industry, and I created this so that people won't have to go through that. You know, girls don't have to sell themselves. You know, the transgender community, y'all don't have to sell yourselves to be where y'all want to be. Why? Because... You have Global Citizens Press Collective that's going to teach you and show you how to how to get your dream out there, how to get that goal out there. So you mentioned the village in Uganda. I mean, and I would like for you to talk with um, Dawn Earhart Witt. We actually had her on the show back in August, I think it is. She's the founder of the Desire to Inspire Foundation. Don't quote me because I'll get it wrong, but she has a village um, that she works with in in two countries, um, Africa being one, gosh, and I don't remember the other one, um, but you mentioning um, this about the, the lack of sanitary pads for young girls and and women in the country is something that they are an effort that they are trying to um, kick off. And and I wish I would have read this bio in its entirety before um, the the interview, but um, I I really can't remember what it is they're doing, Um, but it's some type of, and I want to call it like a diaper, um, but it's a reusable sanitary napkin. Mm Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah, and it, and it has a name, um, but they are trying to um, get that in. Um, gosh, I wish I could remember where she is because she's right there now. But the um, her organization pretty much focuses on being a mother to um, the youth in these different villages, um, helping them with, with schooling, you know, with medication, awesome. with Right. Uh, giving, giving, putting into the community so that the community themselves, you know, they don't have to go out and, and work for anyone else when they have all of this right here in our community. Train them and teach them how to, you know, do simple things like instead of going to work for the Nike um, Corporation and being paid nothing and not being able to, you know, talking about these girls and women again not being able to um, properly take care of yourself during that time of the month because you don't have. Um, they're teaching them. They're bringing these facilities into this, this village and teaching them these skills so that not only are they assisting themselves, but they're assisting their communities as well. So um, I definitely want to get you in contact with her because they are looking for partnerships and funding as well. I do know that. Um, but I, I think it's a, a wonderful organization um 
Have you been to Uganda? I have yet to go out there, um, but that's Elseed Art. That's the, the guy's foundation out there. He's actually in Kampala, the village of Kampala. Um, okay. I have yet to go. That is a trip that I'm planning. I have friends and cousins that went, and Sister Soldier normally, um, the whole daddy's house, they normally, I don't know if they still do it, and I spoke to Sister Soldier recently, and she's like, I want to say everything that you're doing. Um, all that you can do, and she actually helped me with this. She was actually the first person I called when Elsie Art reached out to me and said, listen, we need help. I need to come to America, or you can come out here, but we need fundraising. And so I called her, and she's like, bro, haven't women been having any periods for hundreds of years now? I said, yeah, what is really going on? She's like, I don't know. You don't know. We're not out there right now. But what you can do is call always. And they have an emergency department where they have to give you pads if you ask for it. I said, wow. I said, well, thank you so much. I try not to call her often because she's very, you know, get to the point, what is it, what we need, what we, what, what needs to be done mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. you know? I don't like yeah. wasting her time at all. If it's something I'm trying to bring her money for her projects and organizations not that she needed she don't need it she's gonna hate the fact that I even brought her name up she don't like media she don't like none of this but it's important <laughs> it's so important I get yelled at all the time it I'm is. probably gonna get an uh, inbox why but anyway so I called always but do you know what always said always said that because of the fires in California last year that they was actually depleted so not only is the girl the girls in Uganda they don't really have, but even here in America, we were struggling because of all these wildfires in California. I said, oh my goodness. So I started doing fundraising. I do bake sales, and at the bake sales, I asked for people to donate pads, clothes, because the girls in Uganda are using old clothes to make these sanitary napkins, and I have tons of old clothes in storage, in my closet, and I'm sure other people do too. So I don't just ask for money. Sometimes if you want to donate work, donate labor, donate paper, donate, you know, stuff like that. And this is how I take all of that. I take the pads, the, the, the clothes, of course, the money too. But sometimes, you know, I'll tell people, listen, I'll volunteer for you if you give me something free, depending on what kind of organization it is. You know, I'll be an intern, whatever it is. You need me to do a coffee run, whatever it is. I'm, I'm so for bartering. Um so yeah, you know, I asked her. We we figured it figured it out. So people, women everywhere, are pretty much in need, and a lot of people don't understand it or think about that. Right. So well, I thought answer your question. No, I have not been there yet, but that is a plan. I actually want to get him out here because again, everything is training. So he's teaching his girls how to make the reusable sanitary napkins and then they sell it mm-hmm. because they can't afford mm-hmm. the always. The always plant and the always napkins out there are too expensive for their community. It's actually called the yeah, Mandela that's... Project, and I didn't even know that. Mm. Mm-hmm. I that found is, out that. Yeah, that links up, um, coincides with exactly what Dawn and her organization are trying to do. Um, so I definitely want to get you her contact information you know, to see how you all can help one another. That would be great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. What what one word would you say best describes your vision? 
Global. <laughs> Definitely global. My vision is not well. just for people here in America. Um, it's just it's not just for the girls in Uganda. It's for people everywhere. You know, people in Cali, people in the Philippines, people in Korea, people everywhere. There's a lot going on, and I just want to focus on, you know, one thing at a time. I'm I'm here in New York City, so I'm fundraising and working with people here in New York City. But on the internet, you know, sometimes I'll get artists from other. Um, other countries, I have two people from Africa, one in, from Congo, Africa, one from Kampala. I have people from North Carolina. So I do have a crazy uh, member list. I hate saying clients, member list right now. I'm helping out a lot of people, but they're helping me as well. Um, because without them, you know, what I'm talking about is a lie. <laughs> what I'm talking about is, hey. is not true. It's a dream. But let me tell you, when I knocked on that door and found the free employees for 90 days, and what's even more mind-boggling, I know people who are like presidents of Honey Baked Cam that just came to New York, um, you know, presidents of McDonald's. They're using that. They're using that program, and this is how they're co- they, these corporations are thriving. So when I tell people what it is and where it comes from, sometimes they're like, well, I don't know. Do I have to pay it back? You don't have to pay it back. This is how McDonald's is thriving. This is how Honey Baked Ham is thriving. This is how Target is thriving. All these corporations are using this program. They're not advertising it to us at all. So who's going to do it? Not. Oh, I am. I'm going <laughs> to do it. I'm doing it. <laughs> how is um, the fundraising tour um that is going to spread awareness about extreme poverty and purchase buildings. Um, how's that going? It's going wonderful. I'm glad you asked. Um, our next show will be October 30th at the Theater for the New City. It's uh, on 10th Street and 1st Avenue, right next to the famous Coyote Ugly. And um, it's going great. It's going wonderful. And, I mean, we the way we do our auditions, if anyone is interested, um, I mean, I would love to have you come. And, you know, I'm, I'm different. I'm weird. I would have you come perform, but you would do your show. You know, we would fit in your show somewhere. Whatever you want to advertise, we would fit it in, like um, product placement to come and perform mm-hmm. one, you know, at one of – I would love that. And – um but it's doing well. So the way we do our auditions, you come and audition. As long as you show up, you're performing. We do not, it's not competitive. We do not throw anyone away. We do not say no. As long as you show up, you're going to perform. And everybody's a co-director. There's no, everyone's input gets put in pretty much. Um, it's a family show, so we do have to keep that in mind. This is a family show. Um, later on down the line, I don't mind having, you know, the hip hop. Actually, I'm working with. Um, there is a lawyer who is working in the Fort Greene section of Brooklyn with Afropunk to do a series of concerts, but they want hip hop. They want raw hip hop, and um, it's they really are going to target it towards public housing artists, which is amazing because I, I grew up for a time in public housing. Um. So, yeah, we do have that, and that's in the works. 
But right now, this show, Halloween, that one is going to be family-oriented. So make sure, you you know, your music is radio cut, nice lyrics, PG-13, something like that. But, yeah, anyone can come and audition um, at any time. So when they do reach out um, or if they want to reach out to you to get in contact with me, that's absolutely fine. I would love for you to just come and see a, a show or rehearsal so you can get an idea. That's why I sent you that packet so you can kind of go over and see everything I do. These companies have been out here for over 30 years. I'm just promoting it because no one else is advertising it. And they're not going to tell you. There's never going to be a commercial about any of this. Right. Never gonna right. Be. Right. And once these buildings, once these buildings are purchased, where do you? Yeah. Go in other cities or. I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? Once the buildings are purchased, what? Where will they be located? So it depends on the company that's giving the money. Um, some of the you. It would. It just depends. I know there was one. Um, so far, one was in Brooklyn. One was in Manhattan. Um, I know there's a building in South Carolina. So there's definitely different places. Um, I'm purchasing a building in Uganda for the girls. Um, I'm just raising the money for it now. So it's pretty much, it just depends on which sponsor, you know, because every sponsor has their own rules, regulations, sometimes. Um, So it just depends on your project. And as long as the building's for your project, you're fine. But you know what? They're giving money out for flips, um, which means, like, if you already have real estate, if you already have property and you're just, you want to flip it as far as stage it to rent it out or stage it because you, it's, you, you're working from there and you need to upgrade it, they'll give you money for that as well. I didn't know any of this. I mean, there's some people out there that will give you money just for finding artists, just for finding ideas to to give money for. But I and I I, I knew it because I like heard it, but I didn't know for, firsthand. That's what I say when I mm-hmm. say I, when I'm like I never knew. Like I knew, but I never experienced it personally. So you know, most people don't believe anything unless you firsthand <laughs> experience it or firsthand right. witness. Exactly. Right. So if anyone is interested in purchasing a bag, um, can you give details on that? Yeah, so the bag, um, I'm only selling them for like $50 right now. Honestly, I don't like selling anything. However, um, you know, what comes in the bag, you get a sanitary, a reusable sanitary napkin from Uganda. You get our magazine. You get their magazine. Uh, you get a Global Citizens T-shirt, and you get, um, depending on what's out at that time, because we come out with a magazine quarterly. We're getting, we're working on a book with Miss Shashina Gibbs. She's actually helping me to publish the book. Um, I'm working on a documentary. The documentary is everyone who's a member, their work, how you know everything that they're going to to get to where they are today. Um, I was on the TV show, so that TV show. Is going to work into my own TV show, and I'm helping others to get their own TV show. So, yes, all of those things, if it's available at that time, depending on what time of the year it is, will be in that bag. 
will be in that gift bag. And then you get all kind of free stuff. Like I said, I I get a um, a lot of companies when I call them up and I say, well, hey, I'm selling this bag, or hey, we're doing an event and this bag is going to be a giveaway. They don't mind giving 150 items for 150 gift bags. And I've I've gotten everything donated. I've gotten the bag donated, the printing donated, and everything that comes inside donated. So everything, you know, that I've done for myself or I've learned for myself from these different organizations, Just Life, um, we will do for you and your organization and your company and your idea. I mean, sometimes people just need, you know, to talk because I don't do contracts. So sometimes people need management. That's what those free employees is going to get you. I'm just an advocate. I'm just here, you know, like a sis, like an auntie, like, hey, I'm going to give you the ABCs and the one, two, threes and the legal stuff so that if you get sued, you're covered. Or if you need to sue somebody, you and your idea is protected, trademark, copywritten. Because let me tell you, I've had conversations with people, with higher-ups, and I and I just sat, and I do this on purpose. I purposely go rub elbows with these people. I'm not scared of any of them. Like I go knock on their door and be annoying every day until they call the cops on me. You know what I'm saying? That's who that's who I am. Like, hey, Diddy, what you doing today? Uh, oh, so you got money today? Can we get that penny today? No, not today. Okay. And then I'll send somebody right. else. So I, I'm the one. I'll get it done. I just sit back and laugh. I have conversations with everyone, and then I sit back and watch to see what they take and what they don't bring back and see, you know, what they what they do with it. So it's, it's interesting. It's been a beautiful journey. I mean, there's no bad blood over here on my end. I love everyone, all the experiences, but it's time to pass this information on and get you guys started, like get you guys going to that next level. Most definitely. What, what do you think the world would look like if, they realize your vision. Like if people stop working just for the community, I understand that a lot of things have to start again on a smaller scale. But if people had a mindset that this is this is bigger than just my community and they start on a global level, do you think the world would benefit or do you think they would suffer? Oh, the world is definitely, there's going to be a major shift, of course. I mean, it's been a major shift already. Um, The world is not going to suffer at all because they're suffering now. Hillary Clinton, this is, and this is what really, like, on my journeys, why I, I, I feel confident to speak to you right now about it. Hillary Clinton said a couple years ago, we need more younger people starting businesses in America. And I've seen this. There are younger kids in other countries that know how to put a weapon together, and our babies don't know how to do that. When I realized that, I'm like, we have to, what is it? What is it? What is it? It's the business. It's the business. Hillary said it. Um, my brother's done, done duty with her. I have, you know, pictures where he was, like, on major TV and worked for her. So when she talks, I listen pretty much. And that struck a chord with me. So there are always going to be companies. There are always going to be people who are going to work for other people. And that's fine. Uh-huh. There's always going to be people. You know, this is nothing new. What what I'm offering is nothing new. There are plenty. There are hundreds and thousands of people who use these resources already. I'm just happening to a couple other people, you know, who are probably not working right now, who are probably in school 
don't know what to do or who's at that, you know, who are working, who, who's at the job, who started the business, want to start another one, but, but was like, I couldn't continue. You know how they say most businesses don't make it past like three, four years? There's a reason for it. It's because you don't have the knowledge of the sales part of it. You don't know how to get the free funding. You don't know how to get the sponsorships. Or maybe you did. It was just you, you had a bad deal or a raw deal. You know, so there's always going to be businesses made. There's always going to be people that will work for other people. So it's not everyone stop your business. Because when I, I talk to people, I said, do not quit your job. Do not quit school. That's not what I'm saying to do at all. I'm just giving you resources for your idea to help you manage everything. You're still the head, you know, the head decision maker. Right. Do not quit your job at all. I do not. I think um, everyone has their, and I, and I say this as well, too. I said, you know, if you want to quit your job, that's on you. But I wouldn't suggest it. But I know, um, what is this guy's name? This guy, he's, he's a rapper from Slaughterhouse. He said the other day, he made a post like, the only way you're going to make it is if you quit your job and you take it serious. That's I, Everyone has they, their own way of getting there. And their own way of doing things. I wouldn't suggest that, but you know, no. Mm-mm. I think this is the balance that we need. There's too many artists and businesses out there failing, and the same corporations are out here winning. But this is why they're winning because they're using the free employees for 90 days. That is really a big resource. You know what I'm saying? That that makes yeah. a really big difference for everything. And they say to people. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. No. So they send you people who are background checked, who are you know drug tested. So these aren't you know just regular Joe Schmoes off the block. Like they go through extensive screening before they send you them, and then you say yay or nay. I don't have no choice in that. I'm just giving you you know a connection, pretty much. How has your business or organization, how has it I'm sorry, could you repeat that? You're breaking up a little bit. How has um, the start of the forming of this business or organization, how has it impacted your life? Well, it's definitely impacted my life um, in ways that it helps me. It helps me realize that there are so many people, so many young people like myself who really, I mean, I've had the guidance. But when it was time to start my own business, you know, a lot of people were like a lot of the adults because they didn't have the knowledge, because I started my own dance company at like 14, and I went through trials and tribulations. So this isn't my first company I've started. This is like company number 10 or 11, honestly. But this is something that is needed. Um, It just helps. It keeps me balanced. It helped me realize that this is very important. This is, I wanted to do something that people needed. And I I thought, honestly, that people needed dance and fitness. So I started teaching dance and fitness, and people needed it. People loved it. But I was like, no, it's something more, because everyone that was coming to these fitness classes were business owners. 
And I'm like, I need something more. I need people to network. I need, I was doing shows and concerts and selling out and selling food during the intermission. I was doing pretty much, and I'm still pretty much doing everything, you know. But this right here, when I realized that these companies like McDonald's and Target are using the system, you know, they're using this free resource, and they this is how they've been winning for 30 years. This is why some mom and pop stores are shutting down. This is definitely a need for these communities to thrive and to get what Hillary wants done. I hate saying her name because, you know, people will have so many different this is and that. But this is, you know, what kept me going. She said that this is a need. How am I going to get these people to start these businesses? How am I going to get these kid entrepreneurs to start these businesses and keep them thriving, you know? With what? With free employees, that's how. And if not that, with with fundraising that I'm doing, I'm going out every day, Monday through Saturday, doing with my family. I have a cousin who does fundraising as well. And funny enough, um, I was going to put the, my, my baby, I have a kid, I was going to put her in um, in a school. They have, like, entrepreneur classes for three- and four-year-olds. Do you know I asked them how much it cost? They said $19,000. I said, okay, well, she could go do fundraising with me, my cousin, and all of our other babies. <laughs> and, you know, and I could put that $19,000 in my pocket or go charge somebody else to teach their kid how to do this for $19,000. Right, right. <laughs> so... Not only that, but in the packet I sent you, it says how to start a business, and it's an ebook. And then there's another link that says how to start a franchise. That cost me eighteen thousand dollars. That that came from a company in Atlanta, Georgia, that I'm working with, to help me put that packet together. And I'm giving it to you guys for free. So not only that, I'm teaching you something that's worth twenty thousand dollars. I gave you an ebook in the in the packet that's worth twenty thousand dollars. I'm teaching you how to start your business. I'm giving you the resources. I'm letting you pick which ones you want to do or not. I'm, you know, Amazon. I forgot to even tell you this, but Amazon gives you one hundred and fifty dollars after you complete the training, and then you get one hundred and fifty dollars for each person that you will refer that completes the training. So I'm giving you, what is that, $40,000 worth of stuff for free that they're not going to advertise. And it was said, it was a report that somebody became a trillionaire off the free employees for 90 days. I guess they stuck with the system for years. You know what I'm saying? Over, I can see over 20 years, if you stick with that system, I can see you becoming a trillionaire. So what I'm offering yeah. Nobody is doing, and that's important. It's important to have a business that no one's doing, offering something that, you know, mm-hmm. they don't know where to get it from, how to get it. This is definitely needed. It's definitely needed. And, you know, I I don't like to say white or black, but I've been through some situations over the past summer when it, it was, like, white or black. And the funny thing is, most people don't notice, my dad is African-American, my mom is Spaniard, Spanish or whatever. My birth certificate does say I'm white. But I know my dad is black. I'm colored. My hair ain't all the way fine and straight. But I introduced this to a, to so many people, and this white lady looked at me and was like, she told me she's black. She got a black uncle. But when I said I was white, she was like, you're not white, and that's not your company. Yes, it is. <laughs> what? Because I'm because I'm black? Because I'm colored and my birth certificate says I'm white? So, you're not going to find somebody like me in our communities 
whether it's white communities, black communities, Filipinos, Koreans, I get down in any, everywhere with anyone. So for me, it don't matter. But no one's doing it. No one's helping these little kids start these businesses and keep it going. I started my company at 14, and it was very difficult. Went through many trials and tribulations. And, you know, people people trusted me. They, they sent their little babies with me all the way to Queens to these big old auditions with uh, New Styles, which were Missy Elliott's choreographers. Wade Robinson was there, the guy from uh, Bring It Back to the Streets with B2K. That the I was Shane Sparks. I done met Earl, all of them, worked with all of them. To this day, New Styles, they created um, Past That Dutch Dance. To this day, mm-hmm. like on Facebook, they say they worked with me. No, y'all were my dance teachers. I did not work with y'all. Stop saying that. Like, that's how much the love is. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, we, I did not work with y'all. I danced for y'all. Like, get it right. But, yeah. So it's something but love in that community. So I just want to keep it going with the hip-hop because I was so influenced from young and so close to and maybe I wasn't, but, you know, my roommate did sign to, to Kanye West's label at some point in time, and that experience, and just meeting business people everywhere, and everyone is struggling. Let me tell you, if Trump had money, he wouldn't want to be president so bad. That's how I look at it. Uh, you might have power and access, but that don't mean you have money. And people right. need money to get these businesses going. People need the, the fundraising. You know, Trump was at a fundraiser the other day, and I said, you know what? That's all right, Trump. You know, and he's doubling the, the credit, the child credit tax this year. So say that to say, I'm going to keep going. Trump out here doing what he's doing. And I actually tell people, like, I'm going to run for president. But I'm so glad that um, females are more females are running for president. And I say that so that, you know, because you – you plant the seed, but you don't know how, to, how the seed is going to grow. I've, right. worked for, I've worked for three senators. I worked at Obama's inauguration, at his first inauguration. Um, I've worked for two, three of the senators. I've worked for a mayor. All black, all were elected. One of the senators um, actually helped me get property in South Carolina on appraised land. Actually, just a couple of weeks ago, I just bought um, a condo, a beach resort, these things, I'm passing forward. I got such a good deal on a beach resort. I'm like, this is this is not real. And you know what I did? They said I can rent it, I can sell it. I put it right on Airbnb. So when sometimes when someone comes yes. to me, it's not just about exactly. And I'm like, they said, well, if you refer anyone to me, they'll get free gifts, and you could and you get a hundred dollars knocked off your your condo, your your main your yearly maintenance fee. I said, shut up. I could refer some people now. Like, I know a lot of people that want to get into real estate, don't know how to get into real estate. I mean, even Jim Jones has vowed to be one of my sponsors. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, the love and the 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 support is real. It really is. And I just need more. I just want more people to understand and to know what's out there. Like, it's just a training program. That's it. I'm not selling anything. I'm not offering anything. It's just everything I have, the real estate portion, that's where the money is. Like, And I've learned this from different managers that I've had over the years. I've had plenty of jobs because I like to, I like to travel. If somebody says, hey, Rose, come to this state, well, not today. Today is different. But when I was younger, I was a little wilder and more risk-taking than I am now because I'm a little bit more settled. 
But for sure, I'm going to another state. I want to learn about the state. I want to network. I'm going to, you know, I love to learn. But real estate is where it's at. So it's not just the business, start your business and grow your business training. It's let me see what your business idea is. You know, let's help you, you get to that next level. Not everybody's going to be famous because that's not what it, you know, that's not what this is for. Let's just get your, get your project going. Let's get you some inspiration and some motivation. I'm going to give you the opportunity now to go ahead and get your contact information out for anyone who's interested in the training program, for anyone who's interested in purchasing um, the gift bags, anyone who's interested in donating um, for artists, comedians, bands, groups, musicians who want to get on the um, compilation CD. Rose Marie, the floor is now yours to get all of your contact information out. Okay. So you guys – um. The phone number is 475-775-1565. Again, 475-775-1565. The email, globalcitizenspress, all lowercase, at gmail.com. Again, globalcitizenspress at gmail.com. The website is Global Citizens Press Co. dot Wixite W I X S I T E dot com backslash Global Citizens Press. Um, I'm doing Gmail and I'm doing you know the free Wix just to show people it don't matter. You don't. I mean, Sister Soldier is one of my biggest mentors. So on her website, she has she still uses her Gmail and. That's just the soldier. You see what I'm saying? So for me, it was like, I'm not bigger, no better than her. So who am I? It don't make sense. I don't have millions and the billions of dollars yet, even though, you know, one of my projects won the $10 million sponsorship. But it's all about the free resources, using what you have available to still get that dream out, to still get the goal out. You're giving me um, the number again is 475-775-1565. Um, she's giving you the email address. She's giving you the website. You have no reason to sleep on this information that she's putting out, um, the training that she's talking about, and the resources that are out there that a lot of people don't know about. I mean, for those who um, are social, you know, advocates and activists for their communities, um, this right here is, is what you need. And again, not just look at everything on the community scale, you know, think globally. All right. I do again want to thank uh, Rosemarie for being here this evening. Again, you could have been anywhere, but you've taken the time to um, inform my listening audience all about all the wonderful ideas, the projects that are going on at the Global Citizens Press Collective. Once you've been on the show, you are a part of the family. You're welcome back at any time. Um, any any information that you want to get promoted on the show, just send it to us, and we'll get all of this information out there for you. Thanks so much. I appreciate you guys. You are so very welcome. All right, guys, coming up on Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here, we'll have South African published author um, Arnold Nkuna here with us. And then returning back on next Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we'll have independent 
uh, female rap artists and fancy um, Q Nova will be here. So if you cannot make every show, try not to miss every show. All right? And as always, I want to leave you with a music quote. Music expresses that which cannot be said and on which it is impossible to be silent. That's Victor Hugo. So until 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday, the 3rd of October. Oh, my bad. Happy October, guys. I forgot. Yes. Happy October. Um, Fall is here. I finally see a change in the weather where I am. And uh, super, super excited for what October is going to bring um, and the remainder of this fourth quarter, what it's going to bring for so many. Um, Also, this is Domestic Violence Awareness Month as well as Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Ladies and men, get those mammograms done, all right? Um, As far as domestic violence is concerned, you guys know how I feel about that subject and you're going to be seeing a lot of it on social media as always every year. We're going to be talking about it um, as well on the show. We're actually going to have a special show in the middle of the month um, that's going to be devoted to domestic violence awareness. All right. Um, I do have some ladies that are going to come in and talk to us about their experiences, um, those who may work as advocates as myself. Um, but what I'm looking for is one or two men also to join us on this show. All right. So you can get in contact with my assistant, Monica, at info at IndieFireRadio.com if you're interested um, in being on this very, very special show. All right. Again, Tuesday, I'm sorry, Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right back here on Indie Fire on the Blog Talk Radio Network.